ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, thank you for joining me for another quarter podcast review of the books that I have been reading. If you've been around here for a while, goodness, we are like on year three of the podcast, which is crazy to believe, crazy uh, what the Lord does when you give him your yes. Uh, but anyway, here we are. If you've been around very long, you know that I love to read, and every quarter I put out an episode updating you on the books that I have read, Um, because I realized the first year doing the podcast that I could not do a yearly recap, um, because my goal is to read 50 books, and I can barely, you know, give the little recap of 15 (laughs) for a quarter in like a decent amount of time. Um, so every, every time I do one of these, I think I'm going to do my best to be short and concise, uh, but yet give you enough information on the book to help you decide if you want to read it or not. Here we are again. I'm going to try again and give it my best shot. Um, but we just wrapped up quarter two, 2023. Absolutely crazy that we are halfway through this year. Um, but it's been another quarter and I have read some really, really good books. I kind of fell off the reading bandwagon a little bit. We had my mother-in-law come here for three weeks and we just ran all over Sydney doing all kinds of fun things. And when we were home, I crashed because it was just a lot of fun and I was tired. (laughs) So I didn't read quite as much, um, in that time that she was here, but I was still able to get some really good books beforehand and after the fact, um, So I'm excited to share those with you. Uh, Just a reminder, I link in the show notes of these episodes um, a link to my blog, which you can find on nohighercalling.org. And if you click over to that, you will find all the books that I read for this quarter. And really, you can go back in the archives and find all of my quarterly blog posts really for the past several years. Um, And there you can find all the Amazon links to where to get these books. Um, Because if you're like me, you know, people ask me all the time, uh, how do you pick what to read? How do you find these good books? Well, I listen to my friends and when they read something that they say is good, um, I find it and I put it on my Amazon wish list, and it's all just sitting there uh, waiting for me to get money or a gift card or, you know, recently I had a birthday and so I got some books for that. That was fun. Um, but anyway, these episodes, those blog posts are there for you to access so that if you're on the hunt for a good book, Um, hopefully you can find one that is intriguing to you. Somebody else uh, mentioned recently, I also share all of these on my Instagram story. So I have a highlight reel. I believe I've done this for the past three or four years. Um, but I have a highlight reel for each year um, sharing the books that I've read. Uh, so if you don't want to wait a whole quarter to find out what I'm reading, you can find that on Instagram. My Instagram handle is nohighercalling underscore, and you can see what I'm reading as I read it and throw it up in my stories. Or you can check out the highlight and go through that quickly. Um, I might try to share the links on there to make it easily accessible for you all. Um, but I usually do a star review on there, and somebody messaged me, and they're like, 
you always do five star reviews, um, and I laughed at that. I usually do my you, the books that I read are usually a four or five star. I do a lot of research on the front end, um, whether that is just getting recommendations from people who are like minded, who uh, have the same interests as me or things like that, uh, different ways that I get book recommendations. Um, usually I vet a book pretty well because my time is limited and there are so many good books to read, so many good books, so little time. Um, so I try to vet that pretty well. I don't want to waste time on a dud of a book. And, I, and I've done that a few times before. Sometimes I finished them. Most of the time I just close the book and say, hey, we're moving on to something else. Um, but usually when I read a book, I know that I'm going to enjoy it. So anyway, without further ado, let's go through the books that I have been reading in this past quarter. So I do have a goal for 50 books this year. That is my personal goal, um, and I finished the quarter at 27, which is great. I'm over halfway there. Um, I'm even, you know, halfway through some other books, so that should hopefully make quarter three uh, kick off to a good start. But I did want to say a few of these books that I read this quarter, I did read to my children. Now we read a lot. I don't usually count books that I read to them. But uh, they're getting a little older, so if it's a really lengthy book or it's like a novel, even if it could be like a kid's novel, which you'll see some of those, um, I count it because it was a book and I read it and it wasn't like a board book that took me five seconds. You know, it might be a book, a chapter book that took us, you know, hours to get through. So I think it's worthy of counting. Um, So there's that. And then update on the one other goal that I have that kind of lumps under my 50 books a year is to read one book a quarter with my husband. Now we did great in quarter one, uh, quarter two, we failed. <laughs> we, like I said, life is just busy for a while. And so we did not finish the book that we started in quarter two. So we're hoping to finish that in quarter three and read a book in quarter three, uh, another book on top of that. So you have to wait till the quarter three to hear what we have been reading and hope to read. Um, but these are the books that I have been reading for quarter two. So the first one, um, and I actually don't think that I wrote these down in the order that I read them. Um, but that's okay. We'll just go through them. The first one was Always Only Good by Shelley Hamilton. Um, I referenced Patch the Pirate a lot. We love the Patch the Pirate audio adventures. This was written by Ron Hamilton's wife, Shelley Hamilton. And wow. So there, it tells the story of their oldest son who had really some extreme mental disorders and ultimately wound up committing suicide. Tragic, tragic story, um, tragic death, but a mother's heart of trusting that God is always only good um, in, in spite of the circumstances that life brings. It was so encouraging just in general Trusting God in the midst of absolute heartache, in the midst of a heartache that you realize is never going to get better, it's just going to get worse. Um, But if you at all, well, if you deal with mental illness, I would highly suggest reading this book. Um, it, it, It was... You know, she she addresses towards the end um, people that struggle with mental illness, giving us a, a special um, address to them specifically. 
and just really challenging um, that person that is struggling to get the help that they need um, through a heart of just love and compassion. Um, But if you're somebody whose life has been touched by mental illness, um, not maybe personally, but someone that you love, someone that you know, uh, and that's where I'm coming from. I I have that experience. Um, It was very... It was very informative, first and foremost. Um, Mental illness, especially sometimes I feel like in the Christian community, um, tends to be something that either isn't really talked about or is always seen as uh, like a spiritual deficiency issue. Um, Whereas she just shares from a mother's heart a lot of the scientific, a lot of the medical, um, a lot of, of the facts and the data and what they came to learn through walking this journey. And then really coupling that with spiritual insight on how can you best help these people and love these people and pray for these people. Um, so it gave me a lot to think about and pray through specifically in, in a relationship that um, I have in my life where mental illness has touched that. Um, but if, if at all that is something that um, has touched your life, or if you're a ministry person, um, I think it's a really, really good book to read just because um, the statistics on people that struggle with mental mental illness is so, so high. I, I'm trying to think what it was. I, I don't want to say this and then somebody quote me. I think she said it was one in four um, in the United States, but it is just, it is at epidemic um proportions now, especially in the United States. Um, So really, I feel like the majority of us, this has probably touched our lives in some way or another. Um, So it was a really, really good book from a solid Christian standpoint, yet not dismissing um, the medical side of things. So Always Only Good by Shelley Hamilton, five stars. Very helpful book. The next one, Tea Time Discipleship by Sally Clarkson. I have been dying to get my hands on this book. And I was, oh, it was like Christmas morning when it arrived in my mailbox all the way here in Australia from the United States. Um, but Tea Time Discipleship by Sally Clarkson is her newest book. And it is gorgeous. It is like something that you'll want to set on your coffee table. Um, it is just a beautiful memoir of her life and discipleship and how that's impacted her life and tea and recipes and beauty and God and goodness. And it's just, I left so encouraged and really just so challenged to invest in the relationships um, with women that God has given me and to love them more, to love them with the love of Christ, to seek to be the friend that Christ wants me to be, and to drink more cups of tea. Um, So this is just, it it was a wonderful book. It's a beautiful book. Um, It is just a classic that you are going to want to have on your shelf. And as I was actually getting the Amazon link for this, I noticed that I believe it's in November of this year, she is going to be releasing her next book, uh, which is Tea Time Discipleship for Mothers and Daughters. So I cannot wait uh, for that one to come out. I I mean, Sally just rolls the books out now. She's in that season of life. And every new book that comes out, I'm just like, this is my new favorite. Uh, but Sally Clarkson is gold. She is just queen of the queens. And she has been such a blessing to my life as just a virtual mentor. Um, and, and I just, I could recommend anything from her. But this was a special, unique, a little bit different It's not really like a a long book. The way that it's written, it's a little more, I mean, it has recipes in throughout. It has some reflective things. It has a little bit of journaling prompts. Um, So the actual reading time, I believe the audiobook isn't even quite four hours. Uh, It actually might even be shorter than that. 
Um, so it's a quicker read, even though it looks like a really big book, but it's just a beautiful resource to have in your home if friendship and discipleship and tea and investing in others is something that is on your heart. Um, the next book is The Greatest Stories Never Told by Rick Beyer. So this was a little bit of an out-of-the-box read for me. I'm trying to... I have a very uh, niche genre that I enjoy reading. And, uh, and, and that's fine, but I'm trying to branch out a little bit and expose myself to some other things, um, just so that, you know, I stay well-rounded and my husband loves random facts. Like that's one of my favorite things about him is he just always has a random fact about something to share. And so there were a few, goodness, this has been years ago. This might've even been before kids, but for Christmas, I got him several different books that were just like random fact books. Um, and I love when the random facts weave their way into his preaching because the more of these like random stories he knows, man, it just makes for such good preaching illustrations and they make me smile. Uh, especially when I know it came from a book that I got him. But the greatest stories never told are a hundred stories um, through history that are just not commonly known. Um, one of the one of my most favorite ones was kind of the history of coffee that has a wild story, um, and then just so many throughout history, uh, just things that you know, little things that totally change the course of events for mankind. Um, but I won't steal any of its specific thunder. If you have a history buff, if you're a history buff, um, even if you just enjoy a good story, this was a really fun fun read. Um, just short little stories, a um, hundred of them, but working your way through history, uh, learning things that you probably did not know before. The next one that I read is Corrie ten Boom, Keeper of the Angel's Den by Janet and Jeff Benge. So this is part of the Christian Heroes Then and Now series, which is a series for children, but uh, it's definitely more advanced, more chapter book, more lengthy books. Um, and this is one that I read to my oldest daughter. And I had read The Hiding Place. I'm very familiar with Corrie ten Boom and her story, um, but it was such a sweet thing for me to introduce this hero of the faith to my daughter and to get to walk through really some horrific uh, life events that Corey lived through. And, and it prompted some good real world conversations um, with my daughter. But yet seeing Corey's faith and really her family's faith as a whole at every twist, at every turn, and seeing God so evident in a story that in the moment I'm sure looked so dark and so bleak, um, it was just a joy to be able to experience that with my daughter. I love the Christian Hero Then and Now series. We've read several of them now. I'm working on building our collection. Um, they're just a great resource to have. But this one was, I, I just, I love Corey Tim Boom. I've always enjoyed her story her faith. It's challenging. It's convicting. Um, and, and I was able to see uh, some of that impact in the life of my daughter as we read it together. The next book is Hidden Among the Stars by Melanie Dobson. Uh, every now and then, I just crave a good fiction book. You know, one of those books that just keep you up until, you know, 3 a.m. because you say, oh, just one more chapter, and then you finish that chapter, and you're on pins and needles, and you have to read just one more chapter, and on the saga goes. Um, but that's what this book was. I was in kind of a book lull, struggling to get back into it, and sometimes a good fiction book is just what I need to help me to 
re-fall in love with reading. I actually listened to this one on audiobook and I wound up getting this terrible like cold flu-like symptoms and I was in bed for like a whole day. And so I think the entire day I just listened to this audiobook and it helped me get through the sickness and I actually enjoyed the day in spite of everything. So Hidden Among the Stars takes place in 1938. Uh, so you've got Hitler, you've got World War II. This takes place in Austria. Um, you know, you've got this uh, really oppression and attack against the Jewish people. And so that's that's where this setting is. And I love a good World War II fiction novel. Um, but there's just the characters are so well written and developed. Um, you have romance in there. It's, it's a clean romance. I will say um, there is an instance of rape in the book, but it's written on very... Uh, non-descriptive. So you know what happens, but it's not, um, you know, just really gory with the details. Um, but you have, you know, that aside, you have a clean romance and just a really um, interesting story about the people whose lives were touched um, in in this. You know, you've, you've got rich... Uh, uh, Austrians, you've got Jews, um, you've got poor Austrians, all these different characters. Um, and it's one that it kind of like has a storyline that's going on modern day, and then it connects back to uh, to the past. And then you follow that along and see how all that intertwines and you get to you know figure out this big mystery. And it's, it's really, really cool at the end. Um, it also... Uh, kind of like a part of the plot of the story is uh, the story of Bambi, the book Bambi. I did not realize that Bambi was written by a Jew. I did not realize that it was actually banned because Germans thought that the Jewish author was trying to describe the Jewish plight um, by illustrating it to the deer in the story. Um, so Bambi was actually banned during this time in history. Um, you know, I've seen the Disney movie of Bambi, but never knew all that history. So that was really interesting to me as a book lover. Um, but this was just a really good uh, World War II fiction novel novel that I really enjoyed uh, getting to read. So the next book is Forgotten Fairy Tales of Kindness and Courage by Mary Seabag Montefiore. Uh, this is actually an Usborne book, and it's kind of a collection of just fairy tales and stories that I read to my children. Um, just, I'm trying to think, maybe eight-ish, eight stories um in there but they're lengthier fairy tales and uh just fun make-believe stories but teaching a lesson always has someone i believe that this one was about girls I'm trying to think no i don't think this is the one i have another one that's about i think that's about brave girls um but this one was just about children that showed kindness and courage um so anyway, we really enjoyed that. Then also to the kids, we read The Complete Bramley Hedge by Jill Barklam. This is the most beautiful. Um, these stories, they're so sweet in the illustrations. It's an old book. Um, every time that we've had a baby, my gift to the baby, it, well, really my gift to mom and baby, um, is a treasury of some sort. So Eden got Peter Rabbit treasury. We have a beautiful hardbound book. Uh, Knox got Winnie the Pooh. Um, Ivy got Madeline and Willow got the Brambley Hedge. 
So it's just something sweet that I read with them and that hopefully they'll read one day to my grandchildren. Um, but Brambley Hedge is so sweet. It follows these little woodland mice and uh, that live in in this cute little like high society uh, Brambley Hedge. And so we loved reading those stories. So sweet. Uh, you can also find, they did like a little YouTube uh, video series. I'll link that down in the show notes that you can check out. We really enjoyed watching those after we read the stories, but just sweet, wholesome, beautifully illustrated stories that I loved reading to the kids. Um, the next one is Heaven Rules by Nancy DeMoss Wagamuth. So this book does a deep dive into the book of Daniel. All the different events that Daniel went through, Daniel's vision, um, some of that stuff that can get prophetically very deep and difficult to understand. Nancy does a beautiful job of working you through the book of Daniel with the overarching reality and reminder that in all of the affairs of man, no matter how dark, no matter how confusing, um, in in all the affairs of the future that is coming that we don't know about, um, heaven rules, God rules, God is in control, God is sovereign, and we as believers can find hope and courage and confidence because we rest in the fact that heaven rules. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do people that love the Lord suffer? Why do we go through trials? Why do we have to face the loss of children and cancer and all of these terrible things? Those are hard questions to ask. Unfortunately, we live in a broken world, a world that is marred by sin and death. Um, But in it all, God reigns supreme and we can find the strength that we need for the things that come into our life by remembering that heaven rules and the end of the story, it does not end in sorrow. It does not end in death. It does not end in destruction. It ends in everything being made right, in everything being restored to the perfection that God always wanted it to be. Um, And ultimately it ends with us and him. And what a beautiful, beautiful thing that is. This was such a a great book and an encouraging read um, and really challenged me to spend more time in the book of Daniel. The next one was For Better or For Kids by Patrick and Ruth Schwenk. I had read a book, uh, let's see, it's a long title, In a Boat in the Middle of the Lake or a Lake. Um, I read that a couple years by them, by Ruth, um, and it was it was a great encouragement. I found this book. I picked it up. Um, it was not one of my favorite books on marriage. It didn't make it into the top of the list, um, but it, it still was very helpful. And if this is something that you struggle with in your marriage, um, prioritizing husband and kids, where does that fall? And because I do feel like it's an easy trap to fall into where life just becomes all about the kids. I mean, they've got different schedules. They've got different needs. Um, Maybe you're a homeschool mom. Maybe you feel like you're the chauffeur mom that's got this kid in this school and that kid in that sport and this kid at that lesson. Um, You know, whatever the demands, uh, children bring a lot of them. And it can feel very overwhelming sometimes juggling all that and then remembering, oh, I'm a wife too. Um, so if that is something that you're really struggling with, I, I would recommend this book. It was helpful. Um, that something that Simeon and I have really tried to work on from day one in our marriage is just keeping our marriage the priority. Um, so personally for me, I didn't feel like it was, um, 
it didn't hit my weak points, I guess, in marriage. There are some other ones that hit my weak point. Um, but it was still good, a good reminder, a good refresher to um, make your marriage priority. And the kids are blessed from that. You might think, well, oh, my kids are going to lack if I put more emphasis on my marriage than in my parenting. No, God, that's how God designed it. God designed marriage first and then children to come forth from that. Um, and your children are blessed when your marriage is thriving, when your marriage is God-centered. Um, the children gain from that. They reap from the blessing of that. So then the next one is Mr. Popper's Penguins by Richard Atwater. So this is another kid's book. This is a novel that we actually listened to an audiobook, and we had so much fun laughing along with Mr. Popper and his crazy penguins and Captain Cook and all of that. If you're looking for a great kid's audiobook, uh, this one is super fun to listen to. His wife was very humorous. I did feel like just from from a parenting, let me throw this out there. I felt like she was a little bit rude and disrespectful to her husband in some of her tones and some of the things she said. Um, so that's just a, a word of caution there. But um, she she just was hilarious how she was just so flabbergasted again and again at <laughs> these penguins and how they were taking over their life. Um, but then the penguins started bringing them money and everything was great. Um, but anyway, just a fun, heartwarming story that you can laugh along with with your kids. Um, then I read The Modern Miss Mason by Leah Bowden, which it was amazing. I actually got to interview her. So uh, that is on the podcast, actually not too far back. Just a few episodes back, you can find that episode that I did with Leah actually talking about her book, The Modern Miss Mason. So this is an introduction to the Charlotte Mason way of education, which is absolutely beautiful. We are not a full-fledged Charlotte Mason only family, um, but I love and appreciate so many of Charlotte Mason's ideas because I feel like they align so well with scripture and what it teaches and really what my heart is as a parent and what I seek in education. Um, So it was just wonderful to be able to glean from her book. It was wonderful to be able to glean from her on the podcast. That was such a treat. Um, So I could not recommend Modern Miss Mason enough. And let me throw this out there. Um, obviously it tends to appeal to the homeschool mom, um, but it's not just for homeschoolers. She wrote it beautifully for any parent, really any person that works with children. Charlotte Mason was not a mother herself. She was just an educator and someone who was invested in the lives of children and hearing these ideas and these principles and ways of seeing children as whole people, um, as, as thinkers, as uh, people who deserve beauty in their lives and wonder, um, trying to invest in that and really, um, draw from that. So that was a great book. Um, the next one is Fear Not, Meditations to Overcome Fear, Worry, and Discouragement by Rand Hummel. I was first introduced to Rand Hummel at the Wilds Christian Camp in North Carolina. Oh my goodness, like in middle school. I think our church uh, took us to church camp the first time I went to the Wilds. Absolutely fell in love um, with the camp and Rand Hummel was there and I love his preaching. He's one of my favorite preachers. I have not heard him preach in probably over a decade. Um, 
but he's written some really good devotionals for teenagers. So I'll try to link that actually down here in the show notes. I did a lot of those in my teen years, in my college years, and the Lord used those so greatly in my life. But he's written some little booklets. He wrote one on anger. I mean, wrote one on... So these are all like meditation type books. Meditations on how to overcome anger. Meditations on how to uh, battle pornography in your life. Uh, Meditations to fight stress and anxiety, which is on my list of books to read. Um, I own the anger and the pornography one, and then I also own this one, Fear Not, Meditations to Help with Fear, Worry, and Discouragement. And it was so well written. It's a small little book, um, but just it's got Bible, it's got scripture. He explains the scripture and then he gives a thought on how to apply that to your life. Why we don't have to be given to fear, why we don't have to be given to worry, why we don't have to be given to discouragement. Um, and then the second half deals with very specific um, issues that could cause fear, that could cause worry, that could cause discouragement. Um, it might be a financial failure, it might be relationship issues, it might be uh, something like death or illness. How do we combat that with scripture? And then in the same way, he gives the scripture, uh, explains it and gives thoughts on how we can uh, fight against that in our life and learn to trust God more. Last one. Thanks for hanging in there with me this far, ladies. One more and hey, well, I think we might, well, it might hit over 30 minutes, but close. Uh, last one is Time Saving Mom by Crystal Payne. Crystal Payne is also known as the Money Saving Mom. Um, so I, 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 she's widely, very, extremely popular. Uh, so you may know of her. You may follow her. She's written several other books. I've read Love-Centered Parenting. I've read, um, I think it's called Saying Goodbye to Survival Mode. Um, she's got a book, Money Saving Mom. Um, her Instagram account is just so helpful, so challenging, and she just is so covered in the love of Christ. And I love that about her. Um, but Time Saving Mom was all about juggling a lot, enjoying your life, um, living and working out of a place of peace instead of overwhelm. And if you know anything about Crystal, um, the dynamics of her life are wild. I mean, she is a busy woman and yet she gets so much accomplished and she has so much joy. It's not like she's oppressed under this heavy burden of life. Uh, she has so much joy in her life, in her serving, um, in her pouring out on others. And so Time Saving Mom, uh, that, that, that intrigued me. I was like, okay, I like to be very efficient. I like to get a lot done and I want to enjoy my life. Um, so I picked up her book and it was so encouraging. She has a four-step plan, which I'm not going to share very much more about her book. Um, because actually, if you listen in the next podcast episode that is coming, uh, I get to interview Crystal Payne. So sneak peek. Wow. That was so exciting. Tried not to fangirl on her too much. Um, but I actually got to interview her talking about her time-saving mom book, really, um, the first step in her plan specifically, which is a little different uh, than what you might think it would be. Um, but it was all about starting your day with the Lord. How if you want to be a time saving mom. If you want to find joy, if you want to serve well and get a lot done, start with the Lord. Um, and you'll hear more about that in the next podcast episode. Um, but it was so encouraging to me personally. It was just absolutely amazing that I got to interview her, you know, her and Leah Bowden. It is so 
cool that I have this podcast platform. And so when I read a good book and I'm just like blown away, like, oh, this is wonderful. Um, I kind of have a reason to reach out to them and try to chat with them. Uh, having this podcast, trying to expose really great authors with great ideas that have helped me um, to my audience. So it's just, it, it's been a really cool uh, thing that I just kind of, you know, geek out over getting to interview these authors and have them on the podcast. So anyway, um, be listening in the next episode for the interview with Crystal Payne. I know it will encourage you because man, did it encourage me, but that's quarter two wrapping it up. Um, those are the books that I read. I have a great lineup coming for quarter three. We'll see if I make more progress, if I cross 50. I know we still have two quarters left, um, but hoping to make a little more progress than I made in quarter two. But um, here we are. And I would love to know if any of these books sound interesting to you. Feel free to send me a message. You can message me on Instagram. You can email me at nohighercallingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but engage with me, interact. Let me know what you're reading, what you're loving. I'm always looking for good book recs. And uh, I'd love to hear if any of these are interesting to you. Check out the blog post. Uh, You can follow those links. It is a blessing to our family. Those are Amazon affiliate links. So if you decide that you want to pick up one of these books, whether it be Audible or Kindle or physical copy, um, it is always a blessing when you do those through our direct links. It blesses our family and helps us keep on keeping on with the ministry of no higher calling. So I'd love to hear from you and I hope that you ladies have a wonderful day. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.